Hello, church. Um, it's Chase, and I am excited to be with you guys today. Um, I've, I've missed you all um, so much, and I thank you guys for um, watching over my family while I've been gone and uh, praying for me. And uh, I've just been really encouraged um, with being able to keep up with these devos, and it's just been such a blessing to be able to just to read together. And, and I hope you all have been encouraged as much as I have with being able to do all these together as a as a church and and as a family. But I have been able to to have the honor to go over um, Deuteronomy chapters five through seven, and I'm excited to to walk along with you guys through this. And so I hope that um, you guys are encouraged, and I'm really excited to do this. So uh, as we begin in uh, chapter five, uh, we open and we see that it says Moses has basically gathered the assembly of Israel together. And it's to remind them and, and to teach them. Um, and he starts with the Ten Commandments. And, and these commandments and, and the laws and the statutes were, were going to be basically what sets apart Israel from the surrounding nations. And, and so these commands, they, what they are, are righteous and, and they're good. And, and they came from the very mouth of God. And so these commands are, are wise, and it was for Israel's good. Uh, we see that these truths are followed. And this is what is going to be used to combat the evil nations that they were going to be going up against, what, what sets them apart. And so it was important before they cross over into the promised land that, that Israel is reminded of them, that they are told that they need to learn them. And that uh, they can't stray from these commands of the Lord. And that they need to remember the covenant they had made with the Lord. And as, as Moses reminds Israel, God spoke on the mountain. And, and he showed his greatness and, and his glory, it says, um, in, in 25. And, and basically, the people and the elders, as, as God was giving, as he was speaking, uh, they, they couldn't even handle it, it says. He said... They couldn't handle hearing God's voice and, and, they, and they feared the Lord, but they also, they feared death because they couldn't handle the voice of God. And so they asked to flee their tent, to their tents and, and let Moses stay. And, and God said, and the Lord heard your words in uh, verse 28, when you spoke to me and the Lord said to me, I have heard the words of this people, which they have spoken to you and they are right and all they have spoken Oh, that they have such a heart as this always, to fear me and to keep all my commandments. Then it might go well with them and with their descendants forever. Go to them and say, return to your tents. And so going through these commandments it's and studying them and remembering them and, and learning them and what the Lord has for them, um, it, it is for their good to remember this day, and also the wisdom of the law that was given to them and the covenant that was made, and and to see through this story that Moses was recounting the fear of the Lord that they had on that day. But as well, the reason, another reason why they are reminded of these commandments. 
is because as they're preparing to go into the promised land, it was important for Israel to, with these commandments um, to be to be using them to show the other nations who God is. These commandments and also the laws and the statutes, as as we read yesterday, actually, are what glorifies God and shows his glory to the surrounding nations. It shows how good God is. It says in Deuteronomy 4 from yesterday, 6 through 8, Keep them and do them, for that will be your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the people. And, and so that is for their good. But then it says, who when they hear all these statutes will say, surely this nation is a great, is surely this nation, great nation is a wise and understanding people. For what great nation is there that has a God so near to it as the Lord our God is to us, whether we call upon him. And what great nation is there that has statutes and rules so righteous as all this law that I set before you today? And so this is what shows to the nations around them that the God of Israel is righteous and close to his people and with all wisdom. And that is why it's so important that the people set apart by God know his commandments. It is to glorify God as being above all things and his wisdom is above all things. And so as we see that and he explains the story, it goes into chapter 6 and we see here the, the great commandment. In verse 4, they are told, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart, and you shall teach them diligently to your children, and you shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. That was Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9. It says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your might, and do this. But also, it's required to teach them to your children, to all the coming generations. Teach them who the God they fear is. In their households, in, in their households, and everything they do, they need to, they were told here to make sure that everyone in the house and all the house of Israel stay in one mind to love God and follow his commands. And this was because they could not forget the Lord and what he has done. As it says in verse 12, Israel should remember the God they fear and who has done so much for them because, because God is a jealous God and he, he will not stand to be put beneath anything else. He will not, he will not stand for it. as they enter into this land with, with, with many different idols and, and, and different gods that they follow, the Lord will not allow them to partake in that because it is, it is useless compared to the Lord their God. And so they are asked to teach it. As it says in verse 20, when, when your son asks you in time, what is the meaning of the testimonies and the statutes and the rules that the Lord our God has commanded you? Then you shall say to your son, 
We were Pharaoh's slaves in Egypt, and the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand. And the Lord showed signs and wonders great and grievous against Egypt and against Pharaoh and all his household before our eyes. And he brought us out from there that he might bring us in and give us the land that he swore to give to our fathers. And the Lord commanded us to do all these statutes and to fear the Lord our God for our good always, that he might preserve us alive as we are this day. And it will be righteous for us if we are careful to do all this commandment before the Lord our God as he has commanded us. And so they are to teach and obey the commands of God not taking any idols or nothing before them, but, but to follow them and to teach them to their kids. And in church, I, I have to say that it's, is that not the same for us? In our homes, for us today, we, we must as well fear the Lord. And we worship the same God whose name will, will not be trampled underfoot. And his ways are, his ways are true. And, and he is a jealous God. And and he's so good, and, and we as well are called to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, and mind. And so as well, we need to be teaching in our homes, our, our houses, and where we go, and, and what we do needs to be saturated with Scripture, always pointing others to Christ, teaching as well what he, what he has done for us, and, and never forgetting the holiness of the Lord. And, and loving and doing what is commanded of us. It's, it is for, it's for our good to do these things, but also more importantly, it's because it glorifies the Lord and we can give him all the praise for us being his covenant people. And, and it's good to teach this to our children, to show them this is, this is who, who we serve. This is the God that is so good. This is our God who is so good and so perfect and 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 why do we do the things that we do? Why do we why do we do certain things or abstain from some things? Why why do we why are we Christians? It's because God is worth it and he is good. And he loves his people and he has done so much for us. And so that is as well what us as a church saturating our homes with with the teachings of scripture and following them and discipling our children, discipling each other, and making sure that our household all knows in one mind who we follow. And so as we move into chapter 7, we see that Israel, when they move into the land God has promised, they are reminded that they cannot intermingle, it says, with the seven nations that are there. And this is not allowed because the influence those nations would have. And, you know, we see it in, in Israel's history, what happens when they forget this command. But, but these people here, before they go in, are, are, are God's people and they're set apart from the others to be his. And, and they are called not to fall into that, to not, to not intermingle and to do what uh, the other nations are doing. As Deuteronomy 7 uh, six through nine says, for you are a people holy to the Lord, your God. The Lord, your God has chosen you to be a people for his treasured possession out of all the people who are on the face of the earth. It was not because 
you were more in number than any of the other people that the Lord set his love on you and chose you. For you were actually the fewest of all people. But it is because the Lord loves you and is keeping the oath that he swore to your fathers. That the Lord has brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the house of slavery, from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Know therefore that the Lord your God is God, the faithful God who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. And so they are people set apart, and they cannot incorporate evil into this nation. They were called out of that, not because they did anything special, but but it's because God made his covenant with them and he loves them. And God explains how important it is to keep this covenant and, and they will be blessed and multiplied. As we continue, God reassures them that, that no matter what, they will be protected because he is their God and they are his people. And they may look at the nations and see um, how big and, and how strong they are. Um, actually, at 40 years before that, um, their fathers had seen that, but this people right now, they are called to remember what God has done for them and to not forget it. As it says in verse 21, you shall be, you shall not be, it says, in dread of them for the Lord your God is in your midst. It says a great and awesome God. <laughs> and so church, remember the Lord. Remember that he has made his covenant with us and that he has given a new heart and he has given us his spirit and he has turned our heart of stone to a heart of flesh and he gave us grace and when we did not deserve it by his son dying on the cross for our sins, he showed us grace and remember how, how we can always turn to him and be strengthened and empowered by his spirit to do the will of of the Lord. And so remember who you are in Christ and do what he has called you to do. Remembering him, teaching in your household about him, how good the Lord is and how gracious he is. So I hope that today was a good reminder of the Lord and what he has done. And I pray that this encourages you and you have an amazing day. I miss you, church. I love you guys, and I cannot wait to be back and fellowship with you. Have a great day.